Welcome to Arts North. I'm your host, Michael Cast. Arts North, everything art. I'd like to take a moment and thank my sponsors, Linda Rempel from Sun Life Insurance and the Community Arts Council of Prince George and District, also known as Studio 2880. Today, I have, I got to make sure I get the last name right, Wendy Framst. You got it. I got That's it. That's me. Hey, Wendy. Hey, Michael. How's it going? It's good. Well, we had uh, we were going to do this Monday. Today's today is Wednesday, February twelfth. Twelfth is it the twelfth? Indeed. Wow, and um, and we didn't make it. That was my 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 uh, inability to to get here and do it on time. I'm staying late and whatnot in real life for the real job. So Wendy is a primarily what a watercolorist? A watercolor artist, that's right. Yeah. I was going through your stuff. Like you're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I have a website, wendyframps.ca. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook. Where did I I think I saw I think I went to your face. I haven't. First of all, let's let's I'm gonna just um di- digress a bit. You have a show right now. Yes, thanks. I have a show at Two Rivers Gallery. I call it Postcards from My Walkabouts. And it is um, pictures about travel, travel Mm -hmm. and art and all things in between. Um, One of the things that I do for myself is I take workshops, art workshops, and I have been getting farther and farther away from home with these art workshops. So I thought it would be kind of a nice thing to marry the two, to marry travel and art in my paintings. And so the paintings that are on display at Tours Gallery are about um, different things that I've encountered when I've been traveling. We were talking about that at, we were at, well, I convinced you to come on to the podcast uh, when we were at Lynn Box's, what was it called? What Rooster Tales. Rooster Tales. What yes. a wonderful show that was. Yes. And uh, and then we got to talking about, about travel. It seems to be a trend, traveling, and then taking photographs or painting right there. I think generally people just take photographs as reference and then bring them back home and paint how or there, did you do yours yeah a little bit of both well the sh- the paintings that i have in the show and the drawings it's paintings and drawings that i have in the show at two rivers mm-hmm. um most of those are studio paintings so i have taken photographic references brought them back to the studio and painted them but uh, two of the workshops that I've taken have been sketchbook tours. Mm-hmm. And so we traveled to those countries and we were out and about with our sketchbooks and plopped down in front of statues or buildings, mm-hmm. amazing architecture. And away we went and, you know, worked on our sketches. And it's actually quite a different experience to do a sketchbook tour. I'm very much like to bring everything back to the artist, back to the studio where mm-hmm. I have a bit more more control over my surroundings. I always love the romantic idea of being out there in a big floppy hat and <laughs> sketchbook in hand. And, you know, I, I love the idea of that. But then there's mosquitoes and there's rain and wind and too hot now. And so it's, it's pretty cold. hard to, to actually 
I find it's pretty hard to perform under those conditions. <laughs> um, but I, I am much more comfortable with a sketchbook out there and doing a little study or two. And then I usually take photos right from that spot. Even if I'm sketching, yeah. I still take photos from the spot. Do you do much plein air now that you've mentioned all those? My sketchbook tours. I don't do a, no. I don't do a lot of plein air. Um, this summer, I had some opportunity. I was traveling across. Um, uh, both of my children have gone away to school this mm-hmm. year, and so I was doing my motherly duty and depositing them safely at their various universities. So my daughter decided to go all the way to Winnipeg. Oh, and nice. so I was traveling across country with a friend to. Um, take some of my daughter's things to her and so along the way I had some opportunities to stop and sketch and um, that was a really fantastic day really hard to get back in the vehicle after having such a great experience excuse me did you did you take highway 16 or highway 1 well, uh, so first of all, I went from Prince George to Victoria mm-hmm. and so then I went from Victoria across. So Highway 1, through Rogers Pass. Yes, and, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I've done both. And actually, they both both journeys started in Winnipeg, just outside of Winnipeg. Okay. Yeah, so it's a wonderful drive. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's long. It's long. But it's but beautiful. Yeah. Did you camp or did you stay at? Hotel. I was hotels? in hotels. Yeah. 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 Um, so... When you say, because in your in your description of your show, it's watercolor and graphic graphite stick. No, it's just no? pencil, pencil, watercolor yeah. and pencil. Watercolor. Yeah, graphite. Have you used Have you used watercolor pencils? I do. I yeah. do use watercolor pencil crayons, mm-hmm. and um, there's some actually some of the techniques that I've used. There's one painting called um, Bridge of Joy, mm-hmm. Puente de Alegria. Um, my apologies to anyone who actually <laughs> speaks the language. That's, Where was that? Um, so that was from Mexico, a trip to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did this grueling hike with another woman. Um, and the two of us are not great hikers. And it was up, 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 down, 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 and twisty, turny. And we went walked across this bridge and... Um, some of the boards were missing and mm. we got to the other side I took her photo on the bridge and it had it the both the Spanish version and the English version and the English version said the bridge of joy and I just thought that was hilarious so nice. that became the inspiration for that piece of work I was going through I haven't I haven't I've yet to get to the gallery and and check out the show but i i had senior and we were talking about this previously or just before we started recording and it was uh you're like i noticed the first thing when first of all the nice vibrant colors love vibrant colors second of all like and I'm not much watercolor. I've had I have watercolor pencils. I tried it and I put them away <laughs> because I'm I don't know like many people not too patient and but your so I don't know how this works. But your use of light in your paintings, well, thank you. It just That's... blows me like like it just blows me away. I love it. 
Well, it's that's the million dollar ticket right there, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, I think lots of artists are trying to work with light and and color, mm-hmm. and um, I've I have taken a lot of watercolor workshops. I've taken a lot of other workshops as well, mm-hmm. oil painting, drawing. Um, and watercolor, more often watercolor because that's where I'm at these days. But um, and and the thing that I'm finding is that the artists will talk about different techniques. So they'll say you can do this and then you do that. And I always put my shadows last or I always put my shadows first. And they contradict each other in so many different ways. But the one thing that every artist that I've admired has said to me is value it's all about value the lights and the darks mm-hmm. and if you can control the lights and the darks you have some drama in your painting mm-hmm. so the color um again i've heard a, an art quote that i just love it's color gets all the credit but it's value that does the heavy lifting oh i like that so um yeah. yeah it's easy to get carried away with the color but if you're not also paying attention to value your paintings can be a bit flat mm-hmm um, and in fact, if you look, if you turn impressionist work into black and white, often you'll find that a lot of their work is is the value is fairly mid tone. Mm-hmm. They they don't deal with the value as much. So mm-hmm. they are absolutely all about color. But um, when you combine color with value, then you can get something pretty special. Where, like, the Dutch masters weren't really concerned with color. Not at all. But their tone and their use of light and shadow was, like, phenomenal. Unbelievable. I got to see a lot of those works in person as well. Oh, did you? I have um, a friend that I traveled to visit in uh, the Netherlands. And he, I I mentioned to him I would like to see some museums and especially Mm -hmm. some old masters' works. And they have something in the Netherlands called a museum cart. And with the museum cart, you get reduced admission or free admission to all the museums in that country. And so then he decided it was his mission that we see as many museums as we could. So we saw, I think it was 24 museums in 26 days throughout the Netherlands Mm -hmm. and into Germany and Belgium. And the old masters, Rembrandt's, Vermeer's, um, Escher, they were tremendous work. Tremendous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm, uh, what do you, so you said now you're into, this is your, well, watercolor right now. It almost sounded like it's just this was the stage you're in as an artist. Well, do you no, jump around or do you try to? I've, I li- I like to dabble. I yeah, like to yeah, experiment, yeah, yeah. and I and I like to see what works for certain things. Also, if I'm doing commission work, sometimes my patrons would like something different than watercolor. Yeah. yeah. Um, pr- I keep coming back to watercolor. Is what works for me, and I've actually invested some time and money into learning more about the medium. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the workshops that I've taken lately have been about watercolor. So I would um, I would say I'm coming back to watercolor a lot. In fact, um, I was also telling you a little bit, I've, I'm working on a project myself, uh, um, an online watercolor course. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it Confidence with Watercolors. Mm-hmm. And it's taking people through the basics of um, this is what materials I use and this is why these are other materials that 
are available that you might want to explore. And the whole, um, what we come back to, the message with that course over and over and over is try what works for you. Mm-hmm. And, and and try try different things. You might not have available the materials that I use exactly, but if you look around, you can probably find something that works just as well or something that suits your tastes. So the online courses, when you think when you think you'll have those up and um, well, it's just in the editing stage right mm-hmm. now, and oh, we're going brutal. through our final. Well, we're going through our final edits. We're mm-hmm. thinking we're going to be ready to launch at the end of April. So I'm pretty nice. excited. Yeah, yeah, the filming mainly took place in July, August, and September, mm-hmm. and then since then it's just it's going through the editing and going through the editing. I've done some editing. Uh, I've done some editing, and and yeah, it's it can be it can be brutal, especially when you shoot. Well, I don't know how you shot like over and over and over and over and over and over again. Do this, do this, do this. Try this again. Try this again. Try this again. Well, it, we we had some of that. Yeah. Um, it also was tricky because we were using two cameras mm-hmm. and a recording device, so syncing up everything and coming in with the different angles. Yeah, I'm I'm really loving. It. So I have someone else editing, and I think he's doing a beautiful job. Mm-hmm. I'm I was watching some of the feedback and thinking, wow, I'd like to take that course <laughs> looks great <laughs> excuse me you do so you do courses i've seen like on your web page it must have been your web page you do courses here in town too right i do i teach out of my studio mm-hmm. uh, out of my home base studio that's my favorite place to teach yeah. but i also um teach through i teach through two rivers gallery and i have um taught through um, Watts Art Academy. Oh, really? With Christina? With Christina, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Studio 2880. I really like to be a guest there with the Artist Workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what's a ball... I know, I'm not going to ask Price now. We won't do that. That sounds... Uh, it's almost a little crass. <laughs> so you've taken courses and... You mentioned art school. There's somebody you went to art school with? Right. Yeah. What so, school was that? What? So, well, every year I every year I try to go away and take a class mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. So for the last 12 years, I've taken classes all over. And they've, as I mentioned, they're getting farther and farther out in the world. Mm-hmm. So um, I've gone, I went to Mendocino. Well, it started in Vancouver at Emily Carr. I took a water, um, an oil painting class there. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the first ones. And then the next year I went to Seattle. And that's where my love of watercolors began with um, an artist named Elizabeth Kincaid. I've heard of her. Somebody else taught, somebody else I think it was Christina Watts was talking about her when we in, in the episode that she that uh, that she did. Okay, yeah. perhaps, perhaps, maybe, yeah. Um, and then Birgit O'Connor. Anyway, lots of watercolor artists. Um, sometimes when I'm choosing my course, I choose the instructor that I want to to study with, and then I find out where they're teaching, mm-hmm. and I decide where I would like to go. Um, other times I pick a location that I want to go to and mm-hmm. I find out who's teaching there. 
So um, a couple of years ago, I decided that I wanted to go to Scotland. When I was a young girl, Mm -hmm. I used to play the bagpipes. Did you really? Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I've played with PG Pipers here as Mm -hmm. well. I haven't played um, since my son was born, which is about... Oh, he's turning 19. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while now. But I decided I wanted to go and see the Edinburgh Tattoo Mm -hmm. in Edinburgh. And um, I was looking around, okay, well, I'll go for the tattoo, but what else can I do while I'm there? And I found a school called the Edinburgh Atelier, which was formerly called the Edinburgh Academy of Realism, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And they offered some drawing courses. And I thought, oh, I'm a watercolor artist. What do I need with drawing courses? But I wanted to take it anyway because I wanted to fill out my vacation and and, um, have something else going on. Well... All of my career, people have been saying to me, Wendy, loosen up, loosen up, loosen up. Mm. And I walked into the academy and they they said, uh, Wendy, sharpen your pencil. It's not tight enough. And I was oh. in heaven. <laughs> I was in absolute heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the other things that happens when I go on these courses, so I, I go on the course, I travel the world, and I and I go on my walkabouts, and I um, discover new things. But I also seem to be picking up friends everywhere I go. Oh, good. And yeah. so I have friends all over the world mm-hmm. that I've met through art courses. And um, my friend who was doing filming with me this summer, I met him at the Edinburgh Atelier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we have just maintained this friendship ever since then and he's come and spent some time in Canada he had a really great time he's taught some courses here Mm -hmm. uh, also with Christina's Mm -hmm. Academy Watts Art Academy and um he had this idea that we should, that I should film a course on watercolors mm-hmm. because while he was here, that was one of the other things we were doing was I was introducing him to watercolors. And he said, you really should be putting this on film so other people can see it. So we spent a lot of this summer filming and now we're getting that ready to release. Oh, that's going to be cool. So is this going to be... So like a YouTube, but you need to, because I know, or is it going to be through your web, probably through your website? Eh? Uh, well, neither. Well, a bit, a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. What we're thinking is we're going to go through Udemy, Udemy. Okay, yeah, yeah. The the their website or, or their program, mm-hmm. and um, we will likely have a link through my website to be mm-hmm. able to access it. Mm-hmm. And we'll also we filmed several projects, and so some of those projects will be released mm-hmm. on YouTube, and um, people will be then encouraged if they want more to go to Udemy and yeah. look that up. Yeah, that's a. There's an artist that does. I, I, because I love abstract. Like that's my thing. Uh, and I watch this artist, and I'm just in awe of his stuff. And and uh, I'm like, mm. but all of his all of his uh, videos are in French, and I my French is very very ru- non-existent. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Um, but I mean, when, the way he does it, you just watch him work, and I don't need to hear like it doesn't. 
in the YouTube videos, he's not giving instruction. He's just working. I can imagine he gets deeper into so much like, is that what, what you plan? So you get deeper into some of the topics. Well, we, yeah, we start off, um, we start off, uh, we're running the course very similar to how I run my courses when people are in person. Mm -hmm. So we start off with an introduction to materials and we talk about what I use and why Mm -hmm. um, and um, what people could substitute instead. Mm -hmm. Then we talk about mark making and I show them how to make some marks. Mm -hmm. I use different brushes. We use different papers. We talk about different pigments. We talk about brands of paint. So we, we really go over the materials. We talk about safety features with watercolor mm-hmm. painting, um, and we talk about setting up your studio. Where do you want your paint jar in, in comparison to your palette, mm-hmm. and what is the palette going to look like? So we just we talk. And keep a, your coffee away from your. Paint keep your jar. coffee away because it's going to be paint water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and so we we start off at the very beginner. So so somebody who has never done watercolors before. Hopefully, by the time they've gone through the introductory sections, mm-hmm. they feel pretty confident about what they want to buy when they go to the store, even I to look I'm at hooked. materials. And then, um, and then what we do is we actually start getting into projects. And mm-hmm. so, when we're doing the projects, I'm trying to introduce more and more complex skills. Mm-hmm. So, the first one we talk about what a wash is and how to get a successful wash. Um, and then we do it over and over and over. We we have one project where we do washes on top of washes on top of washes and you can use one color and you really could use one paintbrush and get this effect mm-hmm. it's a mountain scene mm-hmm. that we're doing in tones the, yes uh, value again we were talking about value yeah. this one's all about value but it's smooth washes too and then um one of my favorite projects that we did for the uh program is my little Yorkshire Terrier. Mm-hmm. I painted him, and he's perched on this gigantic teddy bear. And so we're talking <laughs> about fur and how to get sort of liquid-looking eyes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and again, I, I walk people step-by-step step through it. Now, that oh, one's nice. a bit more complex. Yeah. And we filmed, we have hours and hours and hours of footage, so it may end up being more than one course mm-hmm. because we have so much material we may break it out and so my little murphy picture murphy may, is that the name of the that's dog? my murphy, dog's that's name great. my murphy that's a great name and and the painting is called um, murphy's command central station it, he he perches on this teddy bear in the corner of my studio mm-hmm. and uh, it tells everyone else what to do so oh, at, yeah. at, at 11 o'clock he comes over and kind of indicates it's bedtime mm-hmm. or if anybody comes down while I'm painting, he barks at them to let them know that they're too close. Oh. <laughs> so he yeah, yeah. he's very tiny, six pounds, but he controls the whole house. Oh, of course. And anyway, that's one of my favorite projects. But I walk people step by step through how I would approach it. Um, I I believe we introduced some reference photos because mm-hmm. my reference photos look quite different mm-hmm. than the final painting. Mm-hmm. And um, my process is reference photos, line drawing, and I transfer that onto the watercolor paper. And then finally we get to actually paint. 
You mentioned something in the course of the conversation here, this this last little bit about over and over and over and over and over again. And it reminded me so often, so many artists have said, you know, when somebody comes up to you and says, oh, you're so talented. <laughs> it's like 10%. The rest is like work, <laughs> practice, 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 practice. Eh? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, practice is so important. But also, um, I think workshops have been mm-hmm. another really important piece of my education. So I like to read things online and watch videos online. I like to read magazines and I find tips and techniques there. Yeah. Um, but for me, nothing beats hands on in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned so much from tremendous artists, you know, just from the way they take out their supplies and they set up how they're going, their materials. Or um, each time they give me a color list, what I do is I go home and I make a little swatch um, of the, uh, I do value studies. Actually, I show how to do that on my course as well. Mm-hmm. But I do a value study where it's at full strength. The paint is at full strength. Mm-hmm. And then I add water and I add water and I add water. And as I go down, progress down, um, it gets lighter and lighter so mm-hmm. I can see what that color is, what that paint is going to look like from its darkest value to the lightest. And then I keep these swatches from all of the workshops I've taken mm-hmm. and I start to develop my own preferences for which colors I like. But I try all of their colors and mm-hmm. I try their brushes and I try their palettes and their paper. And so, again, I can find out what it is that that I like to use yeah i mean what's the harm in trying it you may find something that just is like for you is incredibly satisfying and while you're working exactly um i was gonna say notes 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 notes. yeah try just (coughs) yeah and the practice yeah donna morrison was it donna morrison donna said to me i said i said i have a notebook Oh no! What? Uh, anyways, it was another. It was one of our local artists. I said, "I have a notebook. I have to have a notebook now because I have. I get ideas, or I see something, or I've mixed the color a certain way, and and uh, and a lot of times in the past, it'd be like, ah, I rem- I'll remember how to do that. No, no, we never remember. <laughs> no, we never, never remember. remember. And then to try to recreate it takes no. hours Take to get that. back to that. No, and and it's funny when I when I worked at when I worked in the art department at, at Mills, uh, I would say to people, get a scale, and they're like, you know, especially for acrylics or. I say, yeah, get a scale and weigh the paint that you're using. So if you know that this much paint um, and this weight of paint and that weight of paint produces this color, then you can use it in in increments and, and fractions and decimals and you can use it in any for any anything. And you'll remember it. So you know that this red, uh, this weight of red and this w- weight of white will make this color pink, you know, or light red or whatever it is you... Yeah, and then and then write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Where are you going next? What what's next? Um well, I don't have any trips planned because my friend from Scotland mm-hmm. has uh, told me well, he asked me so now that our course is almost done, would you like to make another course? 
Absolutely. (laughs) So I think that the vacation that I have coming up will be spent back in the studio and and back filming some more projects. Nice. Mm -hmm. Do you have many commissions? I have lots of commissions. Um, I'm overwhelmed with commissions, which is a fantastic place to be. What happened was I dedicated pretty much most of last year to preparing for the show that's at Two Rivers Gallery, Postcards from My Walkabouts. Mm -hmm. And so I let all the people know who had asked me to do commissions that I was pretty much putting everything on hold so I could give the show my Mm -hmm. all. And Mm -hmm. even as it was, I was painting right up to my deadline and past my deadline and and getting a new deadline and painting past that deadline. Um, We're good at that, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) So all of the people who've wanted paintings over the last little while uh, are patiently waiting. And so now I'm beginning to tackle some of those. I have, um, I do portraits, pet portraits. Um, I have this one great painting. It's a really unique image. Uh, a woman friend that I have, she has sort of this sisterhood of women. Mm-hmm. And they get together once a year and they they just come up with themes and they dress up. And, and they had painted their hands and they were wearing all these tremendous rings and like really elaborate jewelry. Mm-hmm. And then they put their hands in the center and they had a photo taken of that. Mm-hmm. So she's asked me to, to paint that image for her so I'm really enjoying that piece and um, it's very unique and that's another thing about commissions that's kind of cool is people will ask me to do paintings that maybe I wouldn't have come up with on my own Mm -hmm. and so I get to collaborate with other people and um, maybe they don't paint but they have this image of what they would like to have created Mm -hmm. I am I don't think I mentioned to you. I did some paintings for a film one time. Oh, what film? My it's well, it's an independent film. It's a small independent film called My Unwanted Guest. It mm-hmm. was a local screenwriter. Curtis Good okay. was the fellow who put it all together. And um, collaborating with him was tremendous. And he had a really clear vision of what he wanted, but he couldn't paint it himself. Mm-hmm. And so he would um, come to me and they would do these images. And the way that the film worked... Um, his protagonist was an artist in the film, mm-hmm. and he was having these flashbacks of things that had happened. So what he was doing was using the drawings that I... They were chalk pastel drawings. Mm-hmm. And so he was using the drawings that I made for him and uh, opening them up at critical times throughout the film oh, and advancing nice. the story based on... And and the paintings, in the beginning, it was... A, a love story and in the beginning everything was very light and beautiful and bright colors and as we progress through the film it becomes a little bit more dark and sinister and takes quite a twist so where can people see it can they see it on youtube i believe they can see it on youtube so if they google the unwanted guest my unwanted my my unwanted guest yes by by curtis good curtis good yes and uh local actor august horning Mm -hmm. was the protagonist throughout the film i'll have to try and get i i uh, interviewed john chuby who's a filmmaker here in town i'll have to try and get a hold of uh Curtis Good. 
Yes. And check well, it out. yes, yes, you will. Yeah. It's it's it was a few years ago now that yeah. the film came out. So, you do you have any plans for another show anywhere? Have you? I was talking to Twilight Exner, and she's got she's has at Kamloops and Toronto right now, and it's like we were talking about about administrative percentage of it, of our life that is dedicated to administrative details compared yes. to the small tiny percentage uh, of actually creating painting and creating um and uh i have i <laughs> i'm like i'm a procrast i don't know i shouldn't say you're a procrastinator um well you could say that <laughs> you absolutely could say that yeah, and you would right. be correct because <laughs> i have the rest ad galleria application sitting on my desk and you know and i'm like oh i don't know what i'm gonna do what should i do what 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 would be a good show now i have a show now i have an idea now i'm going to get to but then i say to myself yeah but i don't have any samples of that particular show i won't have those until june because i have a show in june and and then i'm like you know just do it just do it i've i've been pushed in the last year more than i've ever been pushed before and i it was important to me that a lot of the work for postcards Mm -hmm. um it was important to me that a lot of that work was new work so i had two pieces that i had created for something else well other than the murphy piece um and other than that all of the pictures that are represented in there I, I formed a cohesive unit to to show my travels, mm-hmm. and um, it was really powerful to have that deadline looming over my head. Yeah, and I was you know I <laughs> people would ask me, "Hey, Wendy, do you want it?" No. 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 <laughs> well, how about no? No, I don't. I just need to sit in my studio and work on my pictures. I had a show <laughs> in Quinell, and I went down and I looked at the space, and I suddenly realized, holy crap, this is a large space. I came back home, and I started painting, and it was like I get up in the morning at five o'clock and I'd go down and I'd paint I'd go to work and I'd come home and I'd paint and I didn't see anybody for 10 days oh well try 14 months yeah (laughs) it was was the same I thought to myself I should have gone down along before I did right but I did I I did all right I got I got enough work but yeah I understand that that suddenly uh, okay, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna shift gears here. Do you get blocked? Do I get blocked? I always have more ideas than I have. Um, so I, I don't usually get blocked. Sometimes I get stuck on a painting, mm-hmm. and um, oh well, I can I can tell you part of my process also. Now that I have these friends all over the world. There's a few key people in my life, um, and you probably know uh, Sharon Armstrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah is yeah. one of my dear, dear people mm-hmm. that I rely on. And so what I do is I'll work on my pictures, and then I send them photos of my progress. Mm-hmm. And I have about four people in my life like this. And I alternate. So I'll send one person a picture one day. Mm-hmm. and then And I try to work 
uh, especially when I was preparing for postcards. I try to work every day. Um, and so I don't want to send somebody something every single day. So I alternate between them. <laughs> so one day I'll send it to Sharon. Next day I'll send it to Sandra. Mm-hmm. Next day I'll send it to Sarmad. And on and on and on. And But I, what I'm finding is that when I take those photos for my friends to look at, they, they provide me with feedback. But also there's something about reducing it into a smaller size and mm-hmm. taking another look at it. So after I've sent it to them, I, things pop out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on um, what I want to work on next Mm -hmm. and I get ideas about how to do that so we don't really I've never run out of ideas of what I want to work on but I have gotten stuck in how am I going to progress on this painting right now Mm -hmm. and my friends will often help me through that but also just seeing it from another perspective Mm -hmm. helps and and coming up through it that way sometimes I get I go through I go through my manic creative stages, full moons, full moon for me, and I'm off. Like I've got ideas and and I'm da- and I'm just going, 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 eh? And uh, and I had to I get to the point. I don't know. You said you have so many different things you like to try, and I have to say to myself, Michael, stop. Like stop. Just focus on focus on one thing. And just do that for a while instead of hopscotching all over the place. But when you're hopscotching all over the place, somewhere along the line, down the road, it's going to all come together. And you're going to create a piece of work that incorporates all of those things in I it. sure hope so. <laughs> it will. It will. <clears throat> um, Wendy, where can, so you're at the Rustad Gallery at Two Rivers Gallery in Prince George. Yes. You have Wendy Framps, W-E-N-D-Y-F-R-A-M-S-T. Yes. Dot com. Dot C-A. Dot C-A. Dot C-A. And uh, they can see, people can see your work there. You're on Instagram. Yes. And is it the same? It's Wendy Framps Fine Art. Okay. Wendy yeah. Framps Fine Art and Design didn't all fit. So <laughs> I had to stop at Wendy yeah. Framps Fine Art. Yeah. And um, and Facebook, you got a Facebook Wendy thing? Framps. Wendy Framps, right on. So people can check out your stuff there. Unfortunately, people, you won't get a commission anytime soon. It looks like <laughs> right? get, they can still ask. Get on the list. They can still ask. Get on you'll, the list. You'll, you'll be on the list. Um, I can't. We started talking about earlier. I was going to get into existentialism and and artificial intelligence, but we never got that far. The conversation, and that's what I love about this podcast. It just flows, and we're going to have to flow on out. Okay. So I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And we'll do it again. I would love that, especially when we're ready to release. Confidence yeah. with watercolors, and and let me know on Arts North because I'll certainly like I w- we were talking at the uh, at one. I just wanted to mention one thing. You've inspired me to take out some of my travel, uh, especially my my time in Greece, and start sketching Great. those. And and you and Lynn actually, and I'm like I'm like why not? What I've got I've got several sketchbooks that are just sitting around gathering dust. Why not? Just look at those. It's just for me anyway at this point. Wonderful. People want to hear your stories and and my stories come across in a visual way. Mm-hmm. Right on. Thank you so much. Thank you.
This episode was recorded at the studios of 93.1 CFIS-FM in Prince George, British Columbia, produced and edited at Strange Trip Studios. If you want to check out any of our other great content, such as podcasts, video interviews, and blogs, just go to artsnorthbc.wixsite.com or check us out on Facebook, ArtsNorthBC. For Arts North, I'm your host, Michael Cast. Thanks for listening.